0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Puffs. goes down the middle, touchdown Arkansas! Oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway.
1: Sterner throws, hot, Emmanuel Smith the tackle, touchdown Arkansas!
0: Visit them in Conway today, or check out chriscrainhunday.com.
2: Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble, Wow, to a oh. wide open receiver, it's
0: Cobb, towards the end zone. touchdown!
2: Well, we haven't talked to Clint in a while, because the last time he was on, he had a different sponsor, and Dan Enos was the offensive coordinator at Arkansas, or was he? No. No, he wasn't? I'm okay. All right, not that much has changed then. Anyway, Clint, welcome back. How are you?
1: Man, I'm doing good, man. Big shout out to my man Chris Crane. I've seen him in a while, but I greatly appreciate that uh, that sponsorship. That's for damn sure.
2: Yep, we're happy to have him and you and uh, on this week to talk about uh, whatever you want to get into. First of all, let me start with condolences. Sorry about your Astros, buddy. Yeah, that
1: was a rough way to go, wasn't it? Well, that was. Uh, at least they didn't. It wasn't a nail biter. At least it was. Uh, it was. They took the wind out of the sails. Uh, from from jump, man. That's uh, when that lineup got hot, and and uh, real more more so when when Christian Javier got bounced in the first inning, and that lineup got hot. Uh, stopping the bleeding was uh, what was not going to happen for the Astros, and so big shout out to the Rangers, man. Uh, I, I know I'm not a real popular man down here in Houston right now because I'm on record of of uh, man I, I'm I'm supporting the Ra- the Rangers. I mean I'm just. I am behind the Texas team. I'm I'm behind the team that beat my Astros and and uh people around here don't really appreciate that too much. but yeah, so, uh, so, so what the hell, man? Go
2: Rangers. Are going to root for Arizona? I guess cuz the enemy mm-hmm. of my enemy is my friend. Well, yeah, it's it's a good
0: it's turned into. I mean, it was a rivalry and now it, they rivalry. took another step this uh with this playoff series. And sometimes to have a good rivalry, you need one team to win.
2: You tell me if San Antonio makes the NBA finals you're not going to root for them no i can't stand san antonio i figured that i'm just kidding
1: no. <laughs> no. okay yeah see I, i'm not i'm there man i'm I'm rooting for the mavericks if they it's when they get there back when they won hell i was sitting courtside back in the day and, Ooh, and fancy. uh i mean yeah i mean i i just i if my squad's not there then uh then i then i want the, the state that i was born and raised in to win i, I want the team that beat my my squad to win, I and mean, I mean, it's a little easier to, to bite the bullet of that Alabama's beating the 17 straight times on the years when they win national championships.
2: I'll give you that. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, Arkansas and where they go from here. This week, obviously, it's uh, trying to figure out how this is going to work with Kenny Guyton as the OC and then prepare for Florida as they uh, come off the Georgia loss, I assume. Um, so what do you think's going on this weekend with those guys?
1: Well, ho- hopefully Kenny Guyton is, is gone to work. I mean, hopefully he's he's um, you know bared the playbook down and, and putting the game plan together that these guys can can execute and and play fast. I mean, we've said it a million times. The the one thing that gives you hope as a Razorback fan right now is this defense is good enough to beat Florida. This defense is good enough to to run to give you a chance to run the table and and uh, and go to a bowl game. I firmly believe that. Uh, and, and so, with that said. Look, if, if you can, if you can just tighten some things up offensively, and I don't mean all of a sudden become great. I mean, how about we run run our quick game and we don't run run and step on each other's toes? How about we run our screen game and our big-bodied receivers go and block well? Um, you know, how about we simplify the playbook to where KJ Jefferson's not being asked to beat Brandon Allen or Ryan Mallett? Um, I mean, there's some things there, guys, that that I'm I'm really excited about that it doesn't take an experienced play caller or the greatest play caller in SEC history to, um, you know, to hammer down in over two weeks and, and simplify some things and, and put a better product on the field. And, um, you know, hopefully that's what Kenny Guyton and K.J. Jefferson and Sam Pittman are up to. All
2: right. Let's talk about uh, some other teams in the league, shall we? There's some other games of note this weekend. Uh, we've got Kentucky-Tennessee. There's not a lot going on this weekend, I guess. you got Georgia-Florida. Um, you give Florida any shot to upset Georgia this weekend?
1: I don't give Florida one shot at all to upset <laughs> upset uh, Georgia. I, look, I, I mean, uh Billy Napier is, is um, I mean there's there's I guess you could say there's a little bit of progress there and and, and he he's done well uh with his quarterback in, in the transfer portal get the kid from Wisconsin. I mean, he's definitely an upgrade from what they what else they had. Um but yeah, Florida's not this is a, this is again as a Razorback fan, it's painful because this is a year when Florida's down. You get them on your schedule, and you could beat the mighty Gators if, if you handle business. And mm-hmm. so, um, no, I don't give I don't give Florida a shot versus versus Georgia. I'm gonna tell you, man, it's been a long time since I've watched the Florida team, and and felt like they don't have the dudes. Like Florida's yeah. one of the schools in the SEC where you typically watch them, and they just got grown men across the board. I mean, they got dudes in there too deep that physically look as good as some of our starters and um i just i don't see that right now when i watch florida man i mm. just I, I don't know if dan mullen was was uh not recruiting if he pulled a steve spurrier when steve went to south carolina decided to play golf instead of recruit uh I, I don't know what happened before he got there but um billy napier doesn't seem to have the dudes that the gators typically have in that locker room um i don't study him i don't watch him game yeah. in game out but the, the handful of times i've watched him justin they don't scare me like a typical Florida team does, typically does.
2: The difference is Sprayer golfed his way to 10, 10 wins three years in a row. Um, <laughs> so let's ask about uh, the game that is a little intriguing. We were having a discussion and debate in here. Tennessee coming off the loss to Alabama going to Kentucky this weekend.
1: Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I like Kentucky in, in this ball game. I, I mean, it, it, Tennessee is, is nowhere near as explosive as they were last year, obviously. Uh, they got to run the football to to win ball games, <clears throat> and and at the end of the day, I I don't I don't know that there's anybody in the country that does less with more. I mean, I'm sorry, more with less uh, in that category than than Mark Stoops at yeah. Kentucky. I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna get a good defensive ball game. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a good game plan defensively. You're gonna get an offense. That, while their quarterback, the transfer out of NC State, is not what what uh, they expect him to be. I don't think he's lived up to the hype at this point, but. But he is. I mean, they are going to run the football. They're, they're going to play a clean brand of ball, and and, and I think this is a game where, um, you know, the the difference is is a Mark Stoops coach football team is going to make fewer mistakes, and 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 down the stretch, I think mean, I think Kentucky wins this ball game.
2: Okay, I'm on Tennessee Island. Then I'm the only one that <clears throat> yeah, thinks Volunteers are going to win a game. this <laughs> Hey, well
1: look, yeah, I mean when you look when you got that play caller and you got a quarterback <clears throat> that's got the skill set to. The Milton kids got. I mean, you, they, I mean, they could, they could, they could put up half a hundred in a hurry. Now there ain't that that could happen. But if, if I'm if I'm wagering, I'm, I'm wagering on on what I know, and that's Kentucky is, is going to put a good product out there.
0: I'm with you, Clint. Uh, the only good thing Tennessee's got a good run defense, and we know Kentucky wants to run the ball. And if they stop them, Kentucky could be in problem. Uh, it could be in trouble, uh, Clint. I want to ask you, we, we, you know the. I don't think many people believe Kenny Guyton is going to be the offensive coordinator next year. And so we've had that some discussion about that, you know, bright minds, uh, who could be the next OC. Is there somebody out there that you like watching uh, a play caller that you respect a lot that maybe Arkansas should target?
1: Oh man, I I tell you, Wes, I I would have to do, I'd have to do some digging man and and do a little prep for that to answer that one. I I think, uh, you know, at least somewhat educated. Um, the, the crazy thing is, is just if you look at Arkansas, not crazy, but the, the thing that if you look at Arkansas is, <clears throat> if if you go away from, uh, and, and I'll, I'll use, and I'm not saying these guys should be the the coach or anything like that. I'm just I'm just talking about the scheme. When you, when you look at the power spread scheme that Gus Malzahn ran, and 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 I mean, it's, it's, of course, he didn't he didn't he didn't invent it, but it's it's all over the country now. And, and you look at the mummy Mumme. Uh, Mike Leach air raid systems those two systems typically by scheme if the guy's good by scheme that those schemes will give you a, a, a an advantage they will they will help you in recruiting um and and so I, to me that it's, it's less about the name and more about is it it can't be another Dan Enos and look I love Dan and Dan's a great quarterback quarterback uh developer and, and with the right guys, offense looks um, it, it just can't be a guy that comes in and wants to be all things to everybody, and, and wants to ask his quarterback to be Tom Brady. And, and or Brandon Allen was was a, obviously, as we know now, been in the league for several years, a very cerebral player. Um, you know, it, they just got to stay away from those guys. The, the guy that comes in is like, oh, well, I'm going to fit my offense to, to to whatever you have here. No, there's got to be an identity. Um, there, there's got to be some kind of they, they got to be able to use, for instance, they got to be able to use tempo um you know as as a weapon they, they've they got to be able to, to 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 recruit a little bit differently and and the guys that they need um and and can win with so i, I it's, i'd have to dig if it were just the names out there um but for me it's it's more about the identity of what that guy brings to the table man um it's it's just got to be a guy that's got a system that gives us an
2: advantage. Clint, before it we... doesn't
1: have to be a five star quarterback if, that, if you know what I mean to come right. in here and, and be the be the man.
2: Before we let you go, let's talk some NFL. Uh, Cowboys this weekend hosting a Rams team that has been better than expected. Uh, what do you think about the Cowboys six seven games into the season?
1: Oh man, I mean that's a that's a trick question, right? I mean they, they they're just it's, it's been up and down. I, I for. I, I had a hard time not believing in McCarthy, and then all of a sudden they lose a couple games and look like look like uh, you know garbage. And I'm like, ah man, is, is it the, is it McCarthy or is it the is it the, the injury uh, to to the key player, Diggs? And, and so you know, I, I don't I don't really know Justin at this point in time where I'm at with the Cowboys. Which which by the way is is pretty far for the course with, with in terms of how I feel about the Cowboys. You watch them one week, they can go. The next week. You watch them, and, and and I don't know if they can win the win the division.
2: Well, I don't think they're going to win the division, but we'll see. Phil, it's yet to be played out. Well, you uh, got
0: two games against Philadelphia; just got to win them both.
2: I don't think they're going to win the division. I'd like to reiterate, <laughs> um, but it's yeah, you're right. They they, they do uh, they do have some say so in that they got some work to do. Hey, let me ask you about your Texans this week. You're playing on the road as a three and a half point favorite against the Panthers team that has not only not won a game, they have not covered in any game yet this year. <laughs>
1: I didn't. I didn't know that. That's that's uh. That's good to know. They're I'm the only team in the league
2: that has not covered a line this season.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on them covering this week, man. I. I really like. Um. You know. Look, D'Amico Ryan against a the defensive minded head coach, one of the best defensive play callers in the game. He is. He is absolutely killing it this year. Um. And, and he's overcome big time injuries. And and you look at him versus a rookie quarterback. Um. That that it has an offensive line that's struggling, that they've had to pare the offense down in Carolina to where everything's pretty stagnant. They don't have a receiver that's a vertical threat to, to push safety deep. I mean, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's is going to have his entire playbook wide open. He's going to be able to dictate what that offense looks like in Carolina. And so I I, I wouldn't start betting them this week, man. That's a um, We're stoked around here that the Texans are, are actually favored on the road. It's yeah. been a long time, boys, since well, that happened. I- but, but um, yeah, I I wouldn't start this week betting Carolina. I
2: realize there's more to it than just quarterback play, but it's funny. Like Stroud had a thousand yards through three weeks, I think, and uh, Carolina does not have a thousand yards. Their quarterback does not have a thousand yards yet, so. Uh, I would say the Texans got the steal getting C.J. Stroud. It's worked out pretty hey, well. I'm, I'm, gonna tell
1: you, I'm gonna tell you this, Justin. I, I don't, and I was not high. I, was, I mean, obviously, I knew that C.J. Stroud was a top five pro, uh, pick, and he was he was a top prospect. I liked Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. I I, I thought C.J. Stroud. The one thing we knew was that he was going to transition to the league, and what we saw in in college was going to transition the pocket pass the accuracy, the ball placement. But but I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. And and, and I don't know that I that I remember in the last 20 or 25 years. I don't want to go back to Dan Marino and John Elway and all them boys because I, I didn't I wasn't watching ball and, and analyzing and evaluating. But right now, I have not seen a quarterback in the last 20 to 25 years come into the league, start as a rookie, and do the, the very difficult like elite things at an extremely high level the way that mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is. I mean, if you, I know you guys don't watch the Texas film, but if you do, if you go, like, watch them play. I watched
2: watch them play the, play the Saints. Speed. I didn't care for it one bit, thank you very much.
1: Oh, my, my gosh, Justin. I mean, I'm talking about just, like, his, mid, his mid-range his mid game, the, the throwing into seven-man zones and hitting the voids just perfect and throwing a ball where your receiver runs through it and doesn't have to stop his feet or doesn't have to jump to go get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just does it effortlessly, man. Yeah. He already does the things that the great ones – all the greats that came before him, he already does those things at an elite level in terms of the, the more difficult things. Now, he's got a way to go go in terms of managing the game and, and getting in and out of the right play and the best play and, and all that kind of stuff. He's got a lot of work to do. But boy, are you watch him play, man. And the the elite guys that, that they anticipate and, and and they're accurate and it's effortless, I mean, he does that, man. This kid's
2: special. Clinton Love. I love it. He didn't do it against Michigan. He's always got to throw something in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just hey, saying, but, two straight years. don't I, know I, I'm, no,
1: I'm with you. I, I said it the other day. I watched him his senior year. I watched more Ohio State football than I wanted to because I was I was hard on the kid, and I was like, I, I want to know what the hell I'm talking about. And, and I, I I never I, he was good. Don't get me wrong, but I, he is he is throwing the football and mm. playing the quarterback position at a higher level, the first two months of his rookie year in the NFL than he ever did at Ohio State. Yes, sir. That, and that's wild. That, that is that's wild bump up to the NFL, bump up to a team where you're literally playing uphill instead of instead of always having better talent, and you somehow take your game to another level. I mean, he, it's um, it's wild, man. Rock Purdy. We're watching. I, I've never seen it.
2: Clint, we got to run. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you.
1: All right, brother. Y'all be good.
2: Clint Sterner coming back on Monday.